Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcasts with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Thriving in the midst of economic challenges, we, we, we believe that God has a plan for us in spite of the situation all over the world, especially here uh, in Nigeria. Uh, things are happening and there is a lot of uncertainty in the land and there is fear. And if you allow fear to get into your spirit too much, it affects your outcome. Uh, but faith always works. As we said last week, your mindset matters a lot. Proverbs 22 Verse 29, uh, I think that says, Yes, thou a man skillful in his business or diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings and not mean men. So where we stand uh, in destiny is a lot, uh, has a lot to do with our commitment to our tasks. Can we get on, uh, on the screen? He said, do you see a man? Please, you can add a woman, okay? That combines everyone, all the genders. Uh, who excels in his work, he will stand before kings, he will not stand before unknown men, uh, excel. So what we're doing in this uh, series is to see how we excel in the work of our hand. Can you help me with reducing the echo, echo please? Please. Proverbs, uh, that's, uh, then Deuteronomy 28, verse 13. Uh, it says, you shall be the head and not the tail, it shall be above and never beneath. Winning in business, winning in career, uh, it, it starts with a mindset. The kind of mindset you have determines what you attract. It says, and the Lord will make you the head. Can somebody say amen to that? Okay, can you put your hand on your chest this morning? If you're in Lekki, you're in Goodland, you're watching at home, say, the Lord... Is making me the head and not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. Amen. Now, he's saying if you walk with me, he said if you heed the commandments of the Lord, your God. And, and, and that's an encouragement for us that your, your walk with God does not, is not an excuse for failure in business and career. In fact, your walk with God ought to reflect in the things you do. He said, if you heed my commandments, if you follow my, my principles, then I will make you the head and not the tail. I will make you be above only and never beneath. Um, we, we also mentioned the fact that our, our, our anchor, our encouragement is in God's covenant. Um, Galatians 4 verse 28. Galatians 4 verse 28. He said, as Isaac was, so are we children of promise. Isaac was the son, uh, this, the, the begotten son of Abraham. And we realize that Isaac received the same blessings from his father, Abraham. And in the time of, um, what do you call this, in the time of crisis, in the time of famine, he not only just survived, he had the best of out outcome. So, uh, if, if scripture is saying, as Isaac was, so are we children of promise. We are saying that in this time of economic downturn, uh, whatever area of influence God has, uh, God has put you, you will thrive in Jesus' name. I said you will succeed in Jesus' name. It's a mindset. 
a dominion mindset, a covenant mindset that the same God that helped Isaac, the same God that propelled Isaac, the same God that gave Isaac the innovation, the creativity, is able to give me the relevant creativity and innovation at this time for me to thrive in the midst of the economic downturn. So you must agree with God from Genesis 12 that you are blessed to be a blessing. Can we echo that this morning? Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Okay? Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm not a burden. Say for me, are you a burden? Say, I'm a blessing. I am a blessing. It's a mindset. When I was on campus before leaving, if uh, one of the prayers I prayed, I said, Lord, that which you have ordained for me to be a blessing, let it find expression. It's a mindset. Some people, when people look at them, they say, ah, this is a problem to us. This guy is a burden. This lady is a burden. But there are some people, you bless the day you met them. You bless the day you encountered them. It's a mindset. I am a blessing. I'm not a burden. I am a blessing. I, 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 you, you ought to be determined to add value to humanity. That is very important. In the school of prosperity, in the school of increase, you must be determined to add value. The question I'm asking this morning is, what, what value are you adding to others? What value are you adding to us, to mankind? What value, you know, what value? I have what it takes to add value to mankind, talents and gifts, uh, opportunities. And, you know, the value... Uh, I want to add value, not just locally, but globally. It's a mindset. Some people are adding value locally. There are some football um, clubs in our nation. They are adding value. Eh? You know, give me an example. Eiba. <laughs> is a football club, one of the top, right, in Nigeria. But they are adding value locally. <laughs> uh, it's not really their fault. I think it's a national problem. Uh, maybe they could have done better. Some people ask me, ah, why is the sports like that in Nigeria? And they don't ask about the sports. Why is the country like that? They say the body is sick. You say, what's happening to the leg? You understand what I'm trying to say? But you see, there are some other clubs that had, they add value globally. You know them? You know the ones that think they're adding value and not adding value? <laughs> they played yesterday again. <laughs> and they showed us that. <laughs> Yesterday they played on Friday. Friday, are you a national fan? You are rejecting them. Even the president of uh, Rwanda had to comment that is enough. Our suffering is enough. <laughs> oh, can you say I, I will add value globally? What you believe is what you become. Say for me, your thoughts are your attraction in life. Do you write songs? Okay. Now, if you believe and, and you are determined to add value globally, when you are praying and God wants to give you a song, he will give you a song that will reach the world. That's very important. Our mindset matters. The same thing for manufacturers or people that develop apps or whatever you do. But if you think locally, the songs that will come to you, we will sing in Lagos and we enjoy it. But it won't pass the country. There are some songs in this country now, we enjoy it so much, but we can't pass this country. And there are some other songs that people sing in this country, they sing it all over the world. So we 
we, we break barriers mentally first before we break it physically. If you think locally, your, your creativity will be local. But if you think globally, there are some people that do events. If you think globally, some creative ideas will come to you that it will shock you that they will call you to come and do an event in the in UK, in Malaysia. That we saw your design on Instagram. We just like it. It fits what we can do in Malaysia. And they will call you. They'll pay your, your ticket and then you fly in there and, and do events. It, it's a mindset. As a pastor, I got to think global. That I'm not just speaking to a local church. I'm speaking to a global church. That's why you see us uh, welcoming people, you know, all over the world. At times, most of the times I ask how many people are watching from all, from various nations. I'm always conscious of that. People watch from, uh, uh, from Zambia, from UK, from Asia. Your mindset matters. Winning begins with a mindset. Focus on adding value where you are. Focus on adding value where you are. Now, we have some lessons to learn uh, from this um, lady, um, uh, uh, Rebecca, the Rebecca model. I'm going to be dealing with that a lot. But let's, let's read these scriptures, Genesis 24, verse 12 to 14. Uh, this is the background, which I think I've shared in various fora. Um, Abraham the Great, the Great Abraham. Abraham was not, just, was not just great spiritually, he was great materially and financially. Now, he had a son, well, the only begotten son. Uh, Isaac, and the guy was already 40, and they needed to get a wife for him, for Isaac, so he sent his chief of staff, or head servant, Eliezer, to look for a wife for him. So let's go there, uh, Genesis 24, verse 12. But look at this, he said, O Lord God of my master, Abraham, please give me success this day, and show kindness to my master, verse 13. He said, Behold, I stand by the well of water, and the daughters of the men. Now, that is the generality of the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Okay? Verse 14. Now, this prayer should draw your attention. I thought it was going to just say, Lord, let, let, the, let the most beautiful lady come out of the city. No. It says, now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, uh, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink. And I will also, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this, I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. This kind of prayer takes place every day. In offices, by CEOs, owners of companies. You, 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 own, a, you own a business. Do you like an average staff? You work with a team in your bank. Do you like an average team member? Anybody single here? Okay, Shefum. Shefum is still single by this time next year. Now, do you like an average wife? Do you like an average husband? There is a prayer. And I don't want, I don't, I don't want an average member. Now, there's a, there's, there's a prayer spoken and unspoken globally is a demand for a five-star staff, a demand for goods and services that will truly add value. Do you understand? It's an unconscious prayer for not just persons, goods 
and services that will add value to you, that will make life easier, that will, that will help your life. It's a demand. Now, you must be determined to add value, to meet that demand in your own sphere of influence. One of the prayers I pray as a pastor is this, Lord, when people are asking you for a pastor that will really shape their lives, that will bless their destiny, help me to be that pastor. When people are praying, ah, look at churches, the people have failed us, pastors have disappointed us, I, I don't trust all these churches, oh God, please lead me to a church where I can, I can know you. A church where I can grow. A church where I will be transformed. A church where I can have a family. I say, Lord, let Global Impact Church be that church. When this man was praying, the lady wasn't there, isn't it? It's a prayer. Of course, single ladies are trusting God for, uh, for, for responsible men. Single men are trusting God for virtuous women. There's a prayer. So when you have the orientation of adding value, you will never lack resources. There is a demand for five-star staff, a product that makes life better. This, this product, this microphone, is making life better for me, isn't it? In the days of Jesus, there was no microphone. That was why you see him go to the top of the mountain and the people will be at the foot of the mountain and he will speak to them and the wind will move his voice, you know, so they can hear. But this is made life easy. This microphone is adding value, but somebody must have thought it up, isn't it? Now, you won't think it up if you're not thinking of adding value. A product that makes life better, service or goods that adds value indeed, now, the question today is, can you be an answer or the answer to the groanings or cries of humanity? This is where money is. Is your phone making life easier for you? Right? Is it making life easier? Mobile phone. This is where wealth is. This is where you and God connect because... You don't pray for money. You pray to add value. Do you understand that? You don't pray, like, God, just give me money, make me wealthy. No, it doesn't work that way. If it gives you money and you're not adding value, you'll be worshipping the money. Lord, help me to add value. Somebody gave me some money some time ago, you know, cash. And I, just, I was just appreciating the person. He said, Pastor, you don't know what you have done in my life. I said, what have I done in your life? I've never even met you before. He said, your messages for the past number of years has blessed me, have transformed me. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. God has used me to add what? Value to you. So when you add value, value will come back to you. In fact, the value that comes back to you is in proportion to what? The value you are adding. Why do we need to improve ourselves, do new seminars or uh, earn new degrees or get new certifications and trainings? Is to upgrade your value-adding frequency, so to say, or quotient, which generates another level of value back to you. <laughs> the, the amount of money you buy a pen, it's not the same. You buy a microphone. The value they are adding, they are, are two different things. Am I making sense? So, what, so when you look at the value coming back to you, right? coming back to you, you don't react. It's a measure of what? The value you are adding. 
Can you be an answer? Or the answer to the groanings or cry of humanity. So that man didn't mention anybody's name. What did he say? Lord, the daughters of the men come out. Of men, you know, but let one of them be appointed. That one that will really add value to Isaac. That one that can serve. And then somebody showed up. I pray you will be that person that will show up. I can't hear your amen. Add value. And when you see anybody adding value, don't despise them. Don't say, what is he doing? What are you doing? There are various kinds of needs in this world. There are spiritual needs, emotional needs, legal needs, physical needs, financial needs, material needs, social needs. There are all kinds of needs. Don't despise anybody. Just add your own value. That was a... There was a uh, millionaire in, in the UK. I think she was, was even a white. She hadn't had a child. And I think he called one of, one of our pastors in Nigeria. This was many, many years ago. He said he saw the, he said he saw the contact somewhere. And they said, he just felt this pastor should pray for him. And they prayed for her. And then she delivered a baby. So if that one gives that person one million pounds now, you say, well, what is that? Where did they get money from? That's where the money is coming from. Someone that's not giving birth for 28 years. And she's a multi-millionaire. And she now, you now prayed. And she knows that was the prayer that opened her womb. If she, if she, if she gives half of her income, is, that, is it your own business? <laughs> is value adding? Now, value adding is even good. Some people are even removing value. Like our leadership. In our... Is Nigeria getting better? That will not even be your own story in Jesus' name. That's why I started by saying, I am a blessing. Say, I am a blessing. It's a mindset. It's more blessed to give than to what? All these things are mindset. that some people in Africa, they always like to collect from family members. That's their specialty. It's what they can get. Uh, uncle, give me. Auntie, give me. And they specialize in that. That mindset is dangerous. It ends in poverty. But if somebody else wants to raise you up, wants to build you up, you might not have all the means, but if that mindset is there, God will give that person what it takes to build you up. Sometimes you should ask yourself, if I'm the only child my mother gave birth to and my dad, wouldn't I take care of them? Just imagine that. Now, okay, let's assume, thank God for, maybe you have five siblings or ten. But what if I was the only one? Because sometimes people think in a narrow way, eh, we are cis. Now, just give 2,000 to my mom. At least other ones must also do their own. You will remain one, one cyst in your income. What if I'm the only one? Thank God for my brothers and sisters. What if I'm the only one? What can I do to, to make them okay? God will bring it into your hands. It's a mindset. Let's, let's write on. So what can you do to fill the need gap where you are? What can you do to fill the need gap where you are? Okay. Um, so let's now run through some of these principles which I've shared severally. Um, Genesis 24, then from verse 50. So the guy prayed, and then let's see how the answer came. Hallelujah. Genesis 24, verse 15. Where you speak, it shows your mindset. When you speak, it shows your mindset. Uh, uh, Bishop Oedeku comment many years ago, when their ministry was still in the infant because people look at great men today and you think they just became great by chance. Their church was maybe maybe three years old. 
and they went to do a conference in the U.S. And the mindset is when white pastors go to those places, they always do what? They always what? They always beg. That's how it was then. Ah, we are suffering. Uh, we have problems. So even the whites, them, they, 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 they behave, they, they expect it. So he said one of them came to meet him and said, oh, sir, how are you, sir? He said, what needs have you in your ministry? Like, because I like you, I want to do something. Your ministry looks good. What needs? He said, he answered him, our ministry has no needs. We only meet needs. The man was shocked. Do you understand that? Somebody will say, ah, okay. I will see you tomorrow afternoon. I have a long list. We don't have drum set. We don't have microphone. Our venue, they've almost taken it. We're only three and a half years. And you think, you know, it's a mindset. So our ministry has no needs, but we meet needs. So the wife was telling him, take it easy on me. Take it. Say they reacted because they always approach you like you have a problem. And some of us, you like it when they ask you, what's the problem now? Don't behave like that. It's not good for your future. Everybody's always asking you, how are you doing now? And even when nothing is doing you, you do something. And uh, the last two weeks, I've just been down. Why are you down? I don't know. Just been down. Just to always draw sympathy, pity. I'm not saying we should not encourage each other when we go through challenges. But what kind of mindset are you carrying? A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.